Welcome to PR360, a weekly public relations podcast where we bring on the best and brightest minds in the PR industry. We discuss the important topics that you need to know. Tune in every Wednesday to find out. Hosted by Brett Dicer and in partnership with Global Results Communication. Find more information on globalresultspr.com. And welcome to a new episode of PR360. And I'm your host, Brett Dicer. Please subscribe to PR360 on all your favorite podcasting apps. We have a five-star review. Let's get to that number one spot in the business category. Yes, PR marketing are in the business category. We don't have our own, but we still want to be number one in that. Anyways, we're going to be talking about TikTok, the most favorite thing to talk about in 2022, probably 2022 now has been the most favorite thing to actually talk about. But with me, I have Ashley right with me, and he is basically a data-driven TikTok ad expert helping brands generate ROI on the platform through ads. And he's had 12 years experience, including brands such as Adidas, Reebok, American Airlines, and Tom's to name a few, but welcome to the show, Ashley. Thank you. No, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Yes. The first question is all my guests is, are you a coffee or a tea drinker? Oh, that's a good question. For me, you would think obviously based in the UK, I'd be tea, but now I'm, I'm a coffee drinker. Like for me, it's got to be oat milk all day, just the taste of it. And it's like over here, we have what's like, called a flat white, so a smaller version of a latte. But yeah, that's my kind of go-to on a morning, regular basis. So yeah. Oh, you're talking to a ca- the coffee expert. I know what a flat white is because I used to be a barista. <laughs> oh, there we go then. <laughs> so I had to understand what a... You know your stuff. I mean, I think it was based in like Australia was the one that actually like started doing flat That's whites. That's started. Yeah, exactly that. And then it kind of like it's came flat. over to everywhere else. And then some, not a lot of people actually got it, but some people did do flat whites. Yeah, but when I, I, I say I was in the um, US um, a few days ago and I say it's either latte and they have like large latte. So I was like, yeah, a bit thrown off by that, but coffee's coffee <laughs> it's true all right i gave a brief introduction to your expertise but can you give our listeners a little bit more about what you do yeah sure so basically we help brands uh, seven figure brands and entrepreneurs basically get scale on with tiktok ads and as you can imagine everybody kind of wants to be on the platform right now which is great because like i say obviously with I think post ios 14 in terms of like facebook people obviously wanted to diversify in terms of their spend came along TikTok and at the same time people were still a bit skeptical in terms of thinking always oh, my audience on the platform or can I generate sales from that but like I say as time has gone on especially 2022 like I say from start January obviously all the way to now we've seen so much growth in terms of obviously brands being able to jump on the platform get results and scale so again like I say in terms of rather than just putting all the eggs into one basket whether that's like say on Facebook and Instagram or spending on Google and now start shifting money towards TikTok and after about things happen over the yeah, foreseeable future really nice and then I mean we've seen brands start to get more on TikTok more and more but what is the most engaging content you've seen through there because I know it's kind of changed a little bit TikTok I think First, it was like music.ly, and then that kind of like yeah. folded into TikTok, and now it's TikTok, what is TikTok? So, I mean, it used to be about dancing and videos, but what has it like really, what's the new engaging content? Is it still that, or is it something different? Yeah, it's a good question, because a lot of people still think it is the, like, the, the dancing, like young kind of demographic kind of platform, but it's changed a lot. Yes, you're still going to get that side of things in terms of like certain things are going to be trending, but you've got to kind of like take your head out of that kind of like mind, mindset, if that makes sense, and kind of think, okay, realistically, this TikTok is like Instagram like 10, 15 years ago in terms of like 
audience on the platform, if you can get it right from now, you'll obviously have an advantage in terms of ahead of your competition, which is a great thing. So from an organic perspective, yes, you're still going to see brands obviously kind of dipping into trends in terms of like trending sounds and all that kind of good stuff. But at the same time, like brands are trying to be the experts within their field. So let's just say, for example, if you sell microphones as an example, then you'd be like kind of like having content around that. But from an organic perspective, it's obviously like short, snappy kind of content. And then from the ads perspective, you still kind of want to keep it organic, but at the same time have that organic feel so it kind of is still native to the platform. Nice. And I mean, for that, for the ads portion of it, is it the similar to what other social medias are doing or is ads, should you rethink what ads are because it's a different platform, different, I guess, jargon in some ways, because I'm pretty sure there's different like customs and mores and all that other stuff. Is there something different about that when you're doing ads and what should PR pros understand about that before actually starting doing ads? Yeah, you, you literally hit the nail there basically because what a lot of people do wrong on the platform, they kind of think, okay, I'm killing it with Facebook, Instagram. Let's basically transition what we're doing on that platform over to TikTok, which realistically you shouldn't be doing because they are two different platforms. We see obviously vice versa in terms of what works on TikTok, works well on Facebook and Instagram. But like I say, in terms of when you're running ads on TikTok, you have to make it specific to the platform. So with that, like in terms of like, obviously it's all video on the platform, which is kind of the go-to. And you want to have like, say the organic feel. So like what we kind of plan out in terms of like for any kind of campaign or any kind of ads, you kind of need to have that structure in terms of like what's quote unquote called like your framework and how that kind of fits in terms of like the start, you kind of have to have that hook. And by the hook, that means basically capturing that person's attention within at least three seconds because I'll tell you the, the truth is that people's attention spans are getting shorter and shorter each every day. And I think TikTok is also the same thing. People obviously on the platform, that dopamine rush turns of swiping down, swiping down. So you've got to capture their attention. So the hook's kind of the, the go-to kind of thing. But after that, You've still got a lot to do in terms of add in terms of like say grabbing the attention and holding that attention, which is key as well. Because again, you grab them in terms of like, yeah, we see this ad, but then flick past, you've lost them. So again, having that hook then in the middle part of the ad, then whether it's like you kind of have like the problem, obviously often the solution, your USPs, your features, you kind of build that framework out and then finish with the call to action. So where a lot of brands go wrong, they kind of miss all that and they think, okay, yes, we're running a great ad that's working on Facebook. Let's basically just run it on the platform and hope for the best. And this is why when we do like an audit on like multiple accounts, we see, yeah, this is what you're doing wrong. And just as soon as you tweak that, that's we start to get results from the platform. So yeah, there's definitely a different mind frame in terms of thinking on the platform. And that's where a lot of people still go wrong, but it's still a new platform to many, as you can imagine. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, the latest report was that people have about a three second attention span <laughs> and then they go on. So Crazy. I mean, even building off on that, is there a new like ad? So like billboard ads, when I went to college, it was about like, 10 words. And that's about all you can do on there. So is there like a new mm -hmm. version of the billboard ads where it's basically like three seconds, you've got three seconds to impress somebody or for them to click on it or something like that. So should, should they actually care about that? Should it be like, okay, three seconds, what can I do in three seconds? Basically, is that what they should like focus in on before yeah. they do anything? I think it's still important. I think the same with any kind of marketing, whether it's like you creating headlines, whether it's a Twitter post, whatever. I feel like that first three seconds, you have to capture them. So yes, it's still the same in terms of for the actual ad, three seconds capture them. And like I say, to, to, to be honest with the platform, if you get the hook right, that's probably the easy bit in terms of that because there's a lot of like kind of cool tricks you can do, whether it's like images flashing on screen or like something dramatic happening. So you're going to capture the attention but it's all about the holding it. So yes, and it's like a billboard, obviously, once you capture attention, 
then you obviously need the content wherever the call to action is called some along the lines of that you have to capture that and then it's what you do with the attention afterwards which is very key and that's where a lot of brands we see go wrong at the moment but once you get that right that's what makes the difference between having a successful campaign and a not so successful campaign mm. So what are the pros of actually post or doing ads on TikTok? Because I mean, there's pros on everyone, but what are the pros on specifically doing TikTok ads instead of like Instagram ads or YouTube ads? Yeah, I, I feel like, I don't get me wrong, I still feel that there's, there's room for running all platforms. But I feel the great thing with TikTok right now is because it is still in its infancy to a degree that obviously the platform is a lot cheaper. We see in terms of brands with 30% cheaper in terms of CPMs, which obviously is great. So the audience that you'd be reaching on Facebook, Instagram is obviously going to be like a lot cheaper on that platform. And the great thing is nine times out of 10, a person who's using Instagram, TikTok is most likely going to be using TikTok. So again, you can obviously utilize both platforms. And I feel with that in mind, you can kind of like say, you know that TikTok, yes, it's still going to be more like a top of funnel kind of activity. But what we see a lot happen as well, like you're not necessarily going to always get conversion straight away from TikTok. Because again, based on that, um, people's like span in terms of like being able to capture and like say, look at something and then click through. But what a lot of people do, they kind of will either save it for later. They'll go and Google a brand later on. So again, it kind of then helps your other um, channels, whether you're running Google, running Facebook, running Instagram, attribution moves towards that as well. So don't get me wrong, but I think there's still a lot of improvement for the attribution on TikTok and the actual um, infrastructure in terms of the actual ad platform. But like when you're using third-party kind of tracking, you start to see that journey in terms of someone will see like maybe a, a TikTok ad and then later on they'll maybe either get captured by the email retargeting or like a Google Shopping ad, for example, and that's where people start to convert. So yeah, it's still a long way to go, don't get me wrong, but I feel like the people who get it right now are going to obviously get a lot more success and find a lot easier going in the future for sure. So basically, I mean, it's always like when something's new, there's a lot more organic reach or even like ad reach exactly. on that one. So should they keep that in mind for when they're going to do it? I know it's, it's, that's like half the battle. It's like, oh, great. We have a lot of reach, but if I get nowhere with my ad placements, what's the point of placing yeah. the ad? Yeah, definitely. And I think because like right now as well, because I feel like the platform is not going to be as cheap as it is now, as you can imagine, like I say, I feel like the next 18 months is kind of be the, the time to kind of get it right because like I say, yes, you can get all that reach, but I feel like if you, and, and this is not just on TikTok, I feel like on all platforms now as well because kind of going in terms of like being able to actually go after your ideal customer in terms of like say with all the audiences kind of moving away from the platform. So I feel like whether that is Google, whether that is Facebook, like Instagram or TikTok, what does the selling now is your content. So again, you've got to have that mindset thinking, okay, I don't need to be worrying about in terms of my ad group who I'm going to be targeting, but I want my actual content to call out the audience. And that's what makes it work because what we see as well on the platform is that because there's such a, a masses of, of people on the platform right now, as you can imagine. So keeping audience really broad, let the algorithm do the heavy lifting. And as long as you've got great content, like I say, that's how you kind of get results. But people kind of do it backwards. They try to maybe like niche down in terms of the audience, maybe not have good content. And then they're like trying to guess and like say, trying to throw stuff against the wall, hoping it works. And then they kind of just quit, leave the platform. And then that's when I have these conversations. They're like, oh yeah, TikTok's not for me or my audience's not on TikTok or yeah, TikTok's never going to work. And you like, just take a step back, start to look at the data points, which a lot of people don't do. And then that's the thing because I feel like people's mindsets because like, they do feel like TikTok is similar to Facebook and Instagram because they get such great results on that platform. They think it's going to be the same as TikTok. And like I say, there are different stages in terms of where they are right now, to be honest. Mm -hmm. And I just read today that TikTok's 
I mean, yeah, TikTok's testing out horizontal videos. So will that actually yeah. help change ads as well? So you don't actually have to like hold it like this. You could do sideways instead and maybe actually get more of a shot than just straight vertical. Because vertically, you can only get so much in that shot. Yeah, that's the thing. And I feel like having the, the flexibility to do both ways will help, especially like, again, if you're advertising on, let's just say, for example, YouTube or like, say, Facebook, Instagram, stuff like that, I think it's going to give advertisers a lot more flexibility in terms of testing because, again, it is all about testing. But like I say, what works for one brand might not work for another brand, for example. So, again, yeah, having that flexibility, which I think is great, is just going to be a lot more easy for the advertisers to get results on the platform. Mm-hmm. And then for PR pros, how can they understand how to create effective ad? Because I'm like, you can push out ads, you can understand that it's three seconds, you can understand all the data behind it, but the creativity part, how do they get that creativity part? Because I feel like that's the hardest part is to grab eyeballs yeah. and to get them over somewhere because it's a, it's a, we made a great video, but no one's buying our product. Yeah. And I think the thing is for this realistically is that one thing I would always say is that never get too attached to the content you're putting out there because what you may think works well or looks good might not obviously resonate well with the audience. That's what a lot of people kind of do. They kind of have this great shoot in terms of like great lighting, it's great action, stuff like that. And it doesn't work. And they're thinking, oh, again, it's most of the platform's reason why it's not working. But the fact is you've got to kind of have in your mind that, okay, with TikTok, it is all about content. So at the same time, you need to have multiple different variations we kind of say in terms of like you want to have different ad concepts so whether it's like let's say if you are um let's say econ brand to keep it simple like you have like an unboxing an unboxing um video you can have then like um a testimonial video or then maybe like three reasons why to buy this product so you need to have different ad concepts and then from then onwards you want to have different ads within them as well so you kind of like the best way to kind of look at it is like a, a group station like I, I watch football soccer so in terms of like you kind of want to be testing and seeing which iteration works. So if one doesn't work, it then obviously qualifies or then gets knocked out. And you kind of keep doing that. And what the main thing is in terms of on the platform is because just because you think an ad doesn't work, you kind of have to look deeper into the data. And that's why we use like third-party tools in terms of looking, okay, we've got the person in terms of they, they saw the ad, but then where are they dropping off? Because it could be the fact that they might be dropping off at the middle point where we maybe didn't explain the USP or the product enough. So then we can maybe then change that part of the ad there and then go again. But the thing is what people do, they kind of look at the creative as a whole and think, okay, we're not getting conversion, so the whole ad must be wrong. But if you kind of break it down, it's like modulized pieces in terms of like say, when we create the actual content, we have it modulized again, we have like the hook, we have like the problem, the solution, the demo. So once it starts looking like that, you can break that content down in terms of from an analytical point of view as well, because that's where you need to look in terms of data, see where people are dropping off, and then that's where you start to make the adjustments to then obviously get results so yes there is a lot to it and that probably sounds like a lot as well but like i say the rewards are worth it in terms of going into debt but a lot of people just don't have the the patience for it Mm. and so in that way should you create multiple different like takes or different videos for that and how long should the content run because i mean it's tiktok i mean people only watch so many of them and i mean eventually you're gonna have to like figure out a new one because I'm pretty sure it's a short lifespan on those types of short form video content. Yeah, it's crazy. Like again, I, know I keep comparing to Facebook, Instagram, but like a piece of content that can run on Facebook, Instagram for months or sometimes even years. Whereas on, on TikTok, if we're spending that like large budgets per day, like daily, we can just have to make a change every like three to four days sometimes in terms of that. But by changes, some people might think, oh, that's a whole new concept. But like it can be small tweaks in terms of like, again, maybe just changing the hook or maybe just changing the voiceover because there's like 
a lot of smart stuff you can do. Like obviously one thing that TikTok has is like robotic voiceovers, which you can do. So again, even just making an adjustment like that makes the, the kind of algorithm look like it's a new piece of content. So again, it's just smart little hacks like that that doesn't mean you're going back to the drawing board and to again create like 10 pieces of content every week, for example. It's just all about having your ad concepts, hacking the iterations on that to make it as easy as possible because yeah, you can literally go from maybe having like starting testing like maybe 30 kind of pieces of content all the way up to maybe 100 a month depending obviously again how your budget is and obviously what your performance is like on the platform. And then for the tools to actually make this, can you just use TikTok to do it or should you actually do like uh, a Premiere or a DaVinci Resolve or something like that? Should you use those type of tools or can you just use like Canva or one of those other simpler tools to actually video edit? Don't get me wrong, yeah, you can get away with like using the more simple tools, but I feel like, again, if you wanted to take the platform serious, as like anything as you can imagine, you want to obviously go like deep into it. So like for us, in terms of like the times we work with, we have like, we have like a full video editing team so again because with the content because you are making them changes so quickly and so drastically in terms of like depending on performance you kind of need that person whether it's in-house or like say outsourcing that so again they can make them quick adjustments based on the actual data seeing as well so yes you can do it yourself in terms of the platform because like I say you can do it within the platform or like say on like third party tools but like I say if you want to kind of like guess what else do it that would personally be what I would recommend because like I say you are needed to do it and it's pretty much like a full-time job as you can imagine Gotcha. And then what should they avoid when actually creating this stuff? Because I mean, there's always pros and cons. So what are some f- things that they should definitely just not do? It's like, it, it sounds like a great idea. And you're like, nope, nope. That's actually going to fail completely. Stop right now. Yeah. I, I feel, that's a good question. I feel like one thing that I see that completely doesn't go well on platform is like, if you get the wrong creators in terms of like whether it's someone in-house who maybe like wants to be like the, the face of the brand and maybe they've not got the kind of charisma to kind of, if you are going for like ad that is like DR driven in terms of that perspective. Because what we do see some brands is that you can kind of tell when something is scripted and they're kind of reading it. And again, it just makes it look completely not native to the platform. So one thing I would say is authenticity. So if it's not authentic and it's like someone's reading the script, that's kind of a no-go right now. But like, again, in the future that could change so that's probably one that goes in terms of like making sure that it's not completely scripted or like it's not that person's actually reading the script or script and i would say as well in terms of like yeah just kind of the main thing i'd say still have fun with it because like i say a lot of people no matter what your brand is i feel like you have to kind of still be native to the platform but at the same time put your spin on it so again i feel like not being robotic is probably the best way to kind of put it like because once you are robotic people haven't got time for that. They're going to scroll past that. And like I said, they're not going to pay attention to that kind of content. So, I mean, for people getting into this, should they focus in on the influencer marketing for the ads or should they do both? Or should they just like focus on just creating the ads first? Like how should they go about this? Cause it could be beneficial for them just to do influencers be like, okay, I've kind of figured out what they're doing. Now we can kind of like do ads. Should it be that approach? Like how should new people to the platform approach this? Yeah, I feel like there's, there's a few ways you can go about it. And I think it comes down to a few kind of um, elements, obviously, depending on what your niche is. Because like I say, if you are like the face of the brand, for example, uh, like we speak to someone earlier today, and obviously they're kind of like the, the person of the brand. So if that is the case, then it probably would make sense for that person to be obviously in the ads. Because like I say, whether you're selling like, let's say, an info product or something along the lines of that, or like um, sales coaching, that you want to kind of be the face of that. But then again, if you are selling like a product that doesn't involve you being the face of the brand, then again, I would maybe go down the market. And like I say, we look at t- two different ways. You have like influencers, which kind of people are obviously like the, the big following, 
for the content creators who probably got maybe a smaller volume, but they know what obviously works in terms of creating content that converts to a degree. So I think it works both ways. And realistically, it's all about just testing again, because again, that gives that kind of different angle in terms of like, okay, if I am the, the kind of founder of the brand and my face is on it, yes, I should do some ads like that. But then what if I then maybe get people who have maybe like given us testimonials so we can obviously add that in terms of B-roll as well. So again, it would probably go both ways around it. Like I say, if you are the face of the brand, it's going to probably be better for you to be in that content because obviously then again, people are buying into you. Whereas obviously if you have like a product or service doing it for you, then again, you kind of get away with the content creators. Got it. And I mean, what what's going to be the future of all this? Are we going to see like different various ads? Are we going to see like more horizontal ads? Like what is the future of the ads going to look like through TikTok through 2023 and beyond? Yeah, I feel like, I think obviously the, the, the buzz at the moment is obviously all about AI. And I think that's going to have a big part to kind of play uh, with video content as well. I'm not sure in terms of what spectrum as of yet, but I feel like it's going to have a big part wherever that is like people being able to then have easy scripts in terms of to kind of go from or whether that is like saying having videos that involves AI, who knows, but I feel that's definitely something that's going to be in the not so distant future in the, the short term kind of period. I feel like what's going to happen with the platform is I feel people will eventually get blind to in terms of this quote unquote organic style of like ads. So maybe the kind of more polished, more professional ads will probably come into play because again, if it's an ad, people can notice ad now. So maybe brands will start to kind of go that opposite direction which probably makes sense because, again, if people are getting blind to, like, say, they're seeing ads and scrolling past it, maybe they need something different that will obviously not look like that organic, quote-unquote, as it is now. Gotcha. And then funny question for you. If you could create a new TikTok, a new channel for yourself, what would you post on it? Ooh, yeah. I feel like for me, like, obviously, if it was completely something different, it would probably be something, like, for maybe something to do with, like, travel because I feel like, A, it gets a lot of views for starters and I feel like I'm quite passionate about traveling and I feel like knowing and going to different places showcasing that I feel like people kind of can see that and again obviously it gets a lot of views which is also good as well but yeah I feel like that side of things there's a lot you can do with it whether it's like trying out different hotels different foods in the hotel stuff like that so I feel that would be quite a good angle to kind of go down if I was to kind of create my own like influencer style TikTok account gotcha and then where can people find you online yeah for me right now i'm kind of like everywhere kind of putting out content but the main kind of place is on twitter so it's literally just ashley underscore right and from there obviously you can kind of see all the posts i've posted a lot on there about like tiktok and obviously how you can kind of dominate the market and then from there on you can find me on like say youtube and other places literally just search ashley right and i should come up and any final thoughts for listeners no i just feel like i say the one thing i'll say is like don't be scared of obviously getting involved on the platform or if you are on a platform now just be persistent with it because kind of that snowball effect. Once you kind of get something working from then on, as it will completely take off. But like I say, just give it a chance because you don't want to be looking or listening to this later on and like 18 months down the line and kind of think, Oh, I wish I kind of got involved with TikTok ads because now is a perfect time. Be ahead of the curve. And like I say, you will get rewarded for it in the long run. All right. Thank you, Ashley, for joining PR 360 and sharing your knowledge on TikTok and TikTok ads. It's been a pleasure. And thank you for listening to PR360. As always, please subscribe to PR360 on all the latest and your favorite podcasting apps. Like a five-star review. And let's get to that number one spot in the, the business category. All right, guys. This is the end of this year's PR360. But in 2023, there's going to be something new. So I hope you guys stay tuned for it. It's going to be something great. But have a happy holidays. Enjoy your rest. 
and farewell.